Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Mike Sauter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Sauter. Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. Mike, Mike Sauter. We're kicking off hour number three here on Herd at Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. And for this third hour, we're on KFOR in Lincoln. Joining DB and myself now is Mike Sauter, our very own from Herd at Sports. Sauter, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Can't hear myself talk, but I'm doing there good. There we okay, go. Okay, now I can hear Mike's myself on. talk. What's up, Mike? I'm doing good. I'm like... Uh, I'm like the Almond Brothers. I was, I was born a rambling man right now. <laughs> oh, I'm just moving. Oh, oh God. I'm just moving around out here. I, this is just random reference day. I, that's what this Friday morning has been. And on your bingo card, that will probably be the first and only time. Is that the Almond Brothers? Almond Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I'm 99.9%. I am 100,000% sure. And you know, you and Shane almost got into it over Don Henley yesterday, too. Hey, I, I was <laughs> You should have seen these two. I was wrong. I admitted it. And Shane was having none of it. He this was, was this was post show, and, and he was right. He's standing in the middle of the floor, trying to hold his ground. He's like, "That's not Henley." Shane wanted to do a push up contest again. Hey, I didn't have much ground to hold, but I held it. <laughs> he stood it. You can't do twenty five push ups in a row. We've established. Here that. we go. It's almost like I never left. Um, how were last things? week? I was last week. I was like. A pirate with a peg leg made of gold. So this week I'm uh, like a rambling man from the Almond Brothers. Oh Lord, uh, are you? Have you been excited? I don't know. What no any one of thinks that means. that's funny. I don't know what any of that means. That's funny. So the I'm weird calling th- myself. So funny. the weird thing about Ravi is, yeah, he's 61, but there'll be like this small percentage of the time that he's back in his 30s. <laughs> so like, if you hit in that five percent. It's a total blind It's spot. a total – it's it's a loss. But is but the, 95% the, of the time, you're good. He's the 61-year-old. Is the peg leg made of gold a thing? Is that a, is that a reference to something? No. no he, it's okay. To, no, it's, it's just total, random, bro. It's just yeah, that's totally – That's the part I don't get. Sutter. I know the Almond Brothers. I got that Sutter. one. How, how's wrestling – How's wrestling been for you? Because you double-dipped yesterday. Yeah, I was at wrestling uh, from 830 uh, – 840 – yeah, about 830 to 430 – then hustled out to D.C. West for my game of the week. Big win for D.C. West over Omaha Concordia. One point win, right? Yeah, it was a I game-winning kinda, shot. But I have a lot. Like, I have a little bit of a thing for D.C. West yeah, just because yeah. I like the people. And then, uh, and then, uh, but they're in the same sub district, so they'll play again next week. You, is uh, is now about the time we get into sub districts again? Oh yeah, girls sub district C one, all that came out right now, like five minutes ago. I was yeah. How do you feel about sub districts, Mike? <laughs> People get all bent out of shape about. Yeah, it. Yes, they do. I do yeah, not yeah, care. Yeah, yes, they do. 
whatever. You, but you understand sub rankings, right? We yeah, our sub districts. We talked about this for like multiple years. Yeah, you can do wild card points and play non district schedules, or you can do sub districts, which in essence serves the same thing. Yeah, purpose as as a as a balancer. Well, I guess the district fi- girls district finals. I guess are. Uh, are now set because sub districts were last night. I'm yeah. sorry, I should say that. But if it still gets this, in the end, it gets the eight best teams in. Yeah. When you're talking about lower class, or sorry, smaller, not lo- class. yeah, smaller classes, um, not lower, because you'd never want to say that. Lower population. That you is will all. offend people. Oh yeah, people get mad. Can't say lower class. Can't say lower class. You have to say. Are you in, are you impressed with the environment? Downtown seemed yeah, a little light. Yeah. Yesterday. I went. I went back after I was in Valley. I left Valley at six forty-one and made it to inside of CHI downtown. Did you wave to the at folks at like Lashara at seven twenty-three? You're like, hey, so, just driving past. Uh, I, they get was, lumped in with Valley sometimes. I was when I say driving, I pushing was, it. I was driving a little bit, so I needed to make it back down there. So anyway, yeah, I was a little surprised. The environment was fine. It wasn't like full or anything. Tonight will be packed. It'll be full. The semis are always fun. Um, that's where I'll be tonight. Uh, I got to go to Lincoln first, right after this, and then for why? Uh, why? Ho- are you going to Hoiberg for? availability. Ah, so Nebraska uh, basketball big one tomorrow for them. They can't lose it. Well, I think they all are because I yeah I, I, going and, forward. and hopefully I didn't and I don't believe in jinx because I'm not superstitious. But I was hammering Ravi. Um, I was trying is is because I'm never mean. He didn't to him. care. Yeah. No, he's totally uh, like <laughs> Teflon. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Nebraska doesn't have any bad losses, so you you have to keep that. Minnesota's looking like a better and better one. And they were yeah. they They're were more good. than tough they against Purdue. Purdue at Purdue last night. Yeah. The hardest one of the hardest boys playing. Which is why I never understood this, and I said this in passing yesterday, the day before to Robbie, and we didn't like get into it because I don't think you were. You didn't have a strong enough opinion either way. But you, somebody was like, well, yeah, there's Minnesota. as like a game that got away. And I was like, not really. I said, Minnesota outplayed them the whole half. Mm-hmm. Rutgers was actually a bad loss. Away. Yeah, That but one got away in a hurry. On the road. Like, because you had the two long stretches where you couldn't throw it in the yeah. ocean. But Minnesota whipped them pillar to post the whole second half. Yeah. Like, that's just – that can happen in basketball. Yeah. They got to get that one back in Lincoln. Coming up, yeah, yeah. You, you got every. Will I Nebraska think, will Nebraska be favored in their remaining games? I think they are by at least one in every one, according to Ken Pomeroy. Except, ironically I like how he enough, his last name too. I say Pomeroy. Except, <laughs> ironically enough, at Ohio State, they are a yeah one point. Which by then, but that's a coin flip. Yeah, it's a forty-six percenter in terms of his favorite against Penn State, heavily favored against Minnesota at home. When I I say heavily, I mean two possessions or more. And then against Rutgers at home, the rest are all one possession. At so, Michigan might be a load that could be dicey just because they got their guy playing. Yeah, it's going to be on. <laughs> but it's also the last game of the season, and by then Michigan, Michigan might may not just have be much to play for. Very good. Let's move on with our life. Uh, what do you so, do with Juwan Howard? It's, you probably got to go. Wave goodbye. Yeah, it's probably time to go. Probably, probably need to be done there. He was he, and I will say this in the post game last Saturday. I felt like he he just checked out. Didn't have a clue what was happening. Yeah, definitely. A little resigned to his fate. Well, you know, his yeah. vibe is one. I don't think he's indifferent. I think he's matter of fact. So sometimes 
That's a like, real fine line. You kind of felt like he was like more he was different. A little like, yeah, we knew we were gonna lose, and it just happened, and whatever. I d- I felt like it was pretty like oof, starting to pack it in good. a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So now I uh. So hopefully I didn't jinx. I have Nebraska. said Nebraska. Nebraska could win their last six games. Very very much so. Could go six and zero here. That's uh, 23 wins. That moves you from like you feel really good at 23. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think at 22 you feel so that really I think at 20 that, you that feel definitely good. means they're not going to go six and zero. Probably yeah. I think at 20. I think five. I, and, I, I think I, five and one is really realistic. I think you just kiss a death. Tw- I think if you get to 20 is that's the number um, for me. 20, 21 maybe. I think if you're but at 20, 20 you're going to feel real nervous on Selection Good. Sunday. Uh, is is the no bad losses play. potentially the greatest equalizer to if you don't get a road win? I think they're going to get one. Here's the problem. Or though, can you overlook you, the fact that most teams have struggled on the road? That this everyone year? in like the country can't but, win. But on Nebraska's the road. trending. Like, yeah, they. It's a narrative about Nebraska correct. now. The away. Then that is correct. that's the bigger issue than it impacting the resume and offensive rebounds. Like it's a bigger it's, issue that people no. are talking about the away the road game thing than it is an actual detriment to their resume, and that's where it becomes a problem if you're only. At Can they points. win at Indiana? Is another one because you have a coach on a hot seat there. That one's kind of a little. You got to be able to get a couple, I think, on the road here yeah. to feel good. Because all of a sudden, if you get two on the road, you can look back and okay, okay, they've got they won at Kansas State, they won two conference road games. It'd be then, nice if that K State went aged a little up. better. I mm-hmm. need K State sure. to to pick it up a little bit here at the. You gotta win a couple here. I yeah. mean, can they be the team that beat Kansas last week? But yeah. my point is, you can. It, the narrative flips pretty quickly. Let's say they go five and one. That means they get probably two of the three road games left. All of a sudden, the narrative flips pretty quickly from, oh, they haven't won a conference road game all year to, oh, man, look at all these close games. Like, look how, look how f- much they fight on the road. They got overtime against Rutgers. They got overtime against a really good Illinois team. You've got uh, the win against K-State. You got a couple conference road wins as well. Like, the narrative flips pretty quick if you can get a couple of these, whereas otherwise the narrative is, hey, they didn't win a conference road game all year. We're, sitting, we're looking at a team, and if they don't, that means they are sitting at exactly 20 wins, best-case scenario. And 20 wins with that narrative, I think you've got to do a little work in the conference tournament to feel okay. What do you think the message is from Coach Hoiberg today? I don't know. I, you know, we haven't talked to him since Saturday, so uh, they haven't played. I'm curious as to the week off. Yes, they needed the, the bye week, quote-unquote, where they're not playing a – they're the last team in the league to have that bye week where they're not playing a midweek game. But I'm I'm curious to see how they responded or how the you know health is and bodies are and stuff like that. If there's you know is Eli Rice you know going to be able to play tomorrow or not? We'll find that out today, um, or maybe we won't find it out today. Probably be, we'll see. He had a high ankle sprain, so that was it's been a couple of weeks. It's real hard. Um, just one game at a time. I think he's kind of kept that in his mind. And he, that's been his driving kind of narrative is you just one game at a time. We're just taking one day, one game at a time. Someone asked him even a couple of weeks ago about NCAA tournament stuff, and he wanted nothing to do with that. So the, the, my one thing with the NCAA tournament deal is, yeah, if they go, if they do get to 22, 23 wins, that improves their seed from up to like an eight or a nine from a 10 or 11. I'd rather be the 10. <laughs> like, if just, they get to 22, 23, just can they look, get to a 7? 
Well, I'm just saying, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Because yeah. if you can get to a seven, that's the yeah. better half of being on yeah. a ten. You don't right? want to yeah. be an eight or a nine. No, that's I'm a, saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because then your second round, if you were to win that first one, I just don't want them to play in Dayton. Because then it's like, okay, if they win that Dayton game, then the conversation is this a real NCAA tournament win, not, and whatever. And Nebraska is going to treat it as such if they do win, because you get the same money for winning that game yeah, as you, you do the other one. Right. So. Hey, they're going to treat it as that. And then selfishly, I don't necessarily want to go to Dayton on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever and then have to pack for a week and not, somewhere not else. sure if I'm going somewhere yeah. else or not. I remember I Selfish. went to a, a, yes. a Scholastic Thanks, Conference Doc. at Dayton mm-hmm. when I was with the district. I've driven through Dayton. I've never uh, I've never been to Dayton. It's a very interesting city. I lived in Ohio for a while. Yeah. Pretty, pretty urban. Yeah, very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah. It's so you've got Hoiberg availability this morning. And right then back this. to state wrestling. So <laughs> what are – I know, um, you know, Millard South is dominating the yeah. team race in Class A. Pretty interesting Cla- Class B the race, The Class though, B team races. Waverly and Scott, Yeah, right? we, knew, we, we knew going into it that it would be those two. And it's played uh, out and exactly. B- yeah, so far. And Bennington is right there also. We kind of knew that happening before – you know, before yesterday, that they was going to be close. There hasn't been a close team race where it comes down to, like, the finals in a match or two or whatever, swing matches, in a long time. Like, uh, Omaha North Central had That was probably the last. That That was, like, seven years ago. Yeah, and I was, like, that one's fresh in my head because I'm in the thick of it. That, like. That's been the last time, so any team race. I mean, it's just weird. So um, what would be really cool is if uh, Drew Mosier, who is just a hammer for Waverly. I mean, he is a beast. So if he – he's at 75, 175. Uh, if he had to, like, go out and pin his guy in the finals and then Cade Ziola, who's uh, – He's fantastic. Like from Scott, he's at one. He has he's grown at ninety, quite a bit. Yeah, physically, he's a stud. He looks very different. He was. So, he went from like your build. Oh wow! To like Shane's, like he's kind of yoked. Shane, <laughs> yeah. what? He's so. It, what so would, he's pretty yoked. What would be funny? <laughs> it, what would be cool is if then so like Mosier gets a pin, they take the lead, and then Cade needs a pin in order for them to for Scott to win it. Or so I could see that. You know where that may happen that. is on the girls' side. Yeah. Well, Grand Island really pulled away last night, uh, though. Uh, especially late. Yeah. Westside like, didn't have a great night last night. So I was surprised. Outside of. Reagan, who's really good, but going for four. Yeah. Kate, back to Cade Zola. So he's committed to Nebraska, right? He's going to wrestle heavyweight in high school. He's pretty quick for like for a heavyweight. He's going to be pretty quick. So the comp that I have for that was was Ty Stewart, basically two years ago, kind of being undersized, mm-hmm. but being a little more athletic yeah. when he got yeah. his first state title, and people were like, "Oh, he got a good draw," and I'm like, "Yeah." Whatever. Advantageous yeah, match. Winning. Yeah. Like in but terms of style. Cade yesterday, I mean, he was – I'm obviously working on something for our, as far as video stuff's concerned for him. I looked at it as like one thirty this morning when I was just going through stuff from last night. And he's just ankle pick, ankle pick, ankle pick. It's like ridiculous. Like there's one match he had four. 
in yeah, his first it's, match. It's just weird. I, I know he's got really good length, but guys give up their legs to him he will snatch, way too He will often. snatch your ankle in a heartbeat in a second, like bang. It's kind of like – so uh, Lordson, uh, Kyler yep. from Bennington, what makes him such a good football player is like you can't get by him because he will low single you <laughs> like on the football field. He's not the biggest guy. He's playing outside linebacker and you're not getting by him because he's grabbing, he's low singling you on the football field. So when you get into like individual storylines and you're talking about like mm-hmm. top wrestlers, how are you like separating like the Ziolas, the Tyson Terrys, Terry, yeah. the Lordsons? There's some there's some really good individual. Well, guys. before yeah, before um, I was telling Ravi, I saw Tyson at the North game, which by the way, <laughs> I didn't realize North had 17 wins. Yeah, they won a lot of basketball games. Yeah, um, but that anyway, night, the other night though, against Westside, oof. So then I went back and looked at their schedule. Yeah. And you, you got to play. You got to yeah. play who you can play. So it kind of made sense. It didn't. I just was trying to rationalize. Mm-hmm. He's doing a nice like, job, though. Like, like, like with the district seedings. Yeah. Uh, potentially coming up. But I saw Tyson Terry and I was telling Robbie, you know, I gave him a hug and he had on his, you know, his white warm. I, like his size mm-hmm. is, is unbelievable. He might be cutting to 285 next year. Might be he might be right on the mark. You know what I mean? Like, like, like unbelievable. He is strong. The the his second match last night. Or was like, that the thirty six second one? Yeah, that was like, uh, come on, yeah. man, what are we doing? Like, it's just different. And and you know he's highly highly motivated. I think right. he's he's bothered by a lot of other things. Oh yeah, out, uh, out of his control. Yeah, you yeah. Know, high school uh, movement yeah, and uh, stuff like that. Like yeah, he, cle- for sure. he clearly seems to be a man on the mission. Oh yeah, and we open with them. I said you're thinking about it six uh, months. I'm out like, or I'm like Owen James, Connor Wayne. I'm like you guys. As, c- come on down. It's gonna be really good in the trenches for. As one. as far as storylines, I I think Tyson, Cade, Kyler Lordson going for three. Those are the best. Uh no. Um, those are the biggest storylines that will get the most attention. Uh, John Alden is really good, like really good from St. Paul. He's committed to Wyoming, Class C, uh, 138 pounder. He's really good, like way good. I saw him in Fargo summer. And I was, that guy's good. And then another one to keep an eye on if he gets it done, which he likely should this year, is uh, Zion Ornelius. From Wilbur yeah. Claytonia, he's yeah. at 113, um, putting himself on a good pace. Yeah, he's he's won 106 last year as a freshman. He's one of the best. Setting he, well, he's up. the best 13 pounder. Setting himself up for yeah. a guy that can get four. Yeah, which is jinx it, but really hard to do, right? You can't get four until you get the the, the two. first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, first or second, and then I, he, you know, Ornelas, he. He beat Abdi Unle in a match earlier this year, and Abdi is likely he's in the semis in Class A and one of the best in Class A. So, the, the, look for if they both win today, Class B semi at 113 is be Caden Coyle and Cole Welty, Caden Coyle from Bennington and uh, Cole Welty from Scott. So, um, Coyle won it last year in at in 2023. He got second in 2022. Um, Cole Welty got second 
um, last year um, after not being on varsity as a freshman. Mm. But Cole's pretty good, too. So if they can both win and move on, that that one – that Class B 113 match would be pretty good. Let me jump over to high school real quick because I'm, ca- yeah. I'm, I'm going through this thing in my head, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think Westside has the, the bad loss, in my opinion, and Lincoln early, oh, yeah. early well, in the now, season. Well, now, yeah. Um, but it appears to be kind of top-heavy. It's separate. It's interesting, right. especially as I look at the scout and kind of the, mm-hmm. yeah, they're the report getting inside thing. the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um but Gretna's kind of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Well, their five is really good. Nobody wants to really play them, but getting over okay. the hump for, like, the the big wins. Yeah. Is that, like, the next thing? Because are, are they the fourth or are they ahead of Westside? Well, Westside beat them, so I don't I'd know if you could. I'd say they're the four. So you would go Bellevue West, Miller North. Westside. Gap. Little. I don't that's think so. That's what minor that's gap. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I I just look at what I, Miller North did to Westside what it, two weeks ago or what three weeks ago is a twenty seven point yeah. fourth quarter like you're oh. not gonna see that again. I wasn't there so you're you're yeah. not gonna see that again yeah. I mean it's a good matchup for Westside that that fourth quarter and I told Etz um, that's as that's as good as I've seen a team share the basketball and move it and if they play like that. Yeah, they're definitely going to yeah. be a handful. It, they don't always play like that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, so it's Eli was was unbelievable. I think he's eleven of fourteen, and and Rollins was sensational. Yeah. Is it, that matchup's hard for Westside? Though. See, I, I like it though because I think if Stubblefield, at some point, it's personal, right? And yeah. if Stubblefield understands what he has to do with Rollins, that's different. And one of the other defenders, whether it's Caleb, Lofton, somebody else has to it's 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 personal mm. with, with Eli to shut mm. that down. Then then you make Miller North have to handle the ball. Right. Whether it's Major or Neil, one of the other monsters. Yeah. Neil would be the probably main because he's kind of the X factor. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I I'm biased because I love the family. But mm-hmm. um Neil's a really good I, there, passer. There is there's there's no that's not a gap. There's the but it's those four right now and then there's a gap. Like, there's a so it starts with North Central Carney, yeah. in that next group you mean? Yeah, yeah. North Central How Carney. How far Pratt. is Central from that four though? Well, North just beat Central. Yeah, fair. But then Westside hammered North. Right. And Central boat race Miller North. Right. Well, like that was that was early. I it was watched early. That, that was one. December. That's I watched, different. I yeah. thought Miller North was a little shell shot. Yeah, they, they were with the, the physicality over and in stuff. The backcourt. Yeah. They. I thought Central jumped on them pretty that, early. Papio South at Bell West tonight. And then Miller North came back to avenge one. it. Mm-hmm. Papio South, Bell West tonight's intriguing. We'll see. Reese Kircher's back for Papio South, so they're playing better. Um, that Miller North at Prep tonight will be packed. Like, that'll be a big game. Prep's got a big weekend. Like, Miller North tonight and Central tomorrow night. Uh, I, I worry a little bit about the consistency in Prep's backcourt. Yep. I mean, their front court's really good, so you know it's weird about that. But you, you, it, it's it's a it's a pretty big weekend. Like, there's big games I, I've I, that two, I won't be able to go to. I've seen two great fourth quarters individually. They both happened in Westside's gym. Clawson wore yeah. Westside out almost in came the back. fourth quarter from prep, 
And then what Eli Gage did to <laughs> Westside in the fourth quarter. I was like, wowzer. You're wrestling all weekend. You making it to any basketball this weekend? I'm going to Nebraska in the morning. Nebraska Hopefully. in the morning. There we go. I'll be there too. That's I, our guy, Mike Sauter of Herd at Sports. Mike, good luck. Place. Have a uh, good weekend. Rambling man. <laughs> all right, Almond Brothers. <laughs> Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.